Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, 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 everyone, to another episode of Enterprise Life Radio. I am your host and coach, Kenyatta Tidwell, thanking you so much for joining us today. We are Enterprise Life Radio. We are everyday people doing extraordinarily amazing things, bringing you topics on family, fun, and funds, enterprise, entrepreneurship, and parenthood. Today, we've decided to do, I decided to bring to you all the Young Adult Chat. So we're going to be speaking about topics on work-life balance, setting yourself up for career, career planning, and different things that might happen within the traditional work environment. So if there are any questions that you all have in regards to goal setting and planning, career advancement, work-life balance, setting yourself up for a career, please do call in. You can have your questions answered live. The number to call in is 646-668-2725. So when planning your career, being in your career, it's not just enough to have a job these days. You know, you can get up in the morning, go to work, come back home, but you're not really able to receive the full benefit of the work that you're doing if you don't have goals for yourself as far as what it is you want from that particular position, from that particular company, or just out of your life in general. So that's why it's so important to use that time wisely, the time that you have to plan, to actually sit down and look and see what are your six-month goals. What are your nine-month goals? Do you have any three-month goals? What are your one- to three-year goals? Meaning, where do you see yourself? Where do you want to be? Basically, if you do not take this time out to look and research and and find out what you want to be doing and what you want your life to look like and the, the things that you want to have accomplished or the things that you just want to experience, whether they be even be fun you know, outside of career planning, um, then you'll just be like a leaf blowing in the wind. You'll be like a leaf that landed in a pond and was driven downstream. Basically, you'll be flowing with the current as opposed to making your own current. You'll be going wherever life takes you instead of actually taking the time to plan and telling your life where you want it to go. So this is so important when we're looking at career planning, goal setting, work-life balance, setting yourself up for a career. It all falls in line. Once you actually take the time to sit down and do those goal planning sessions for yourself, you'll actually start to see your life open up. And it basically is like the law of attraction. You're basically calling to into your life the things that you want to achieve and accomplish. You're basically calling into existence what you want to experience, and then your entire universe, um, your body, your mind, body, and soul begin to work towards that goal. Whatever you think is going to happen. So let's talk about negative and positive thinking, right? First of all, that which you think becomes reality. If you think negative, your life is going to be negative. You'll attract negative people into your life. You'll always find yourself in some type of negative situation. You're on, probably going to end up being, you know, the person known as Mr. or Miss Grumpy Pants. 
You know, on the opposite side of the spectrum, if you take in positive and you breathe out positive, if you're always having positive thoughts in your mind, then nine times out of ten, your world is going to be positive. You're drawing to you positive people. Everyone around you is going to think that you're just such a huge positive person, you know, Mr. and Miss Positivity. Um, You're going to be attracting to you positive opportunities and unlimited growth and potential. Negativity brings you down, so you lose more when you think negatively. Positive takes you higher. It pushes you further. It helps you achieve your goals. Negativity keeps you at a loss. So first of all, you want to make sure that your mind is in the right mental state to receive that which you believe is right, true, and fair. And that's what I talk about all the time within my coaching. What's right, true, and fair? What in your life is right, true, and fair? You always have to check yourself. You need to have those three things written down, what's right, what's true, what's fair, for you, for your goals, for your life, for your ambitions. What is it you want to do? Who is it you want to be? What? Who do you see yourself as in three months from now, in six months from now, in 12 months from now? Three years down the road, where do you want to be? What kind of car do you want to drive? What kind of house do you want to live in? What kind of vacations do you want to go on? Who is in your inner circle? Who do you rub 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 shoulders with? Those things are important, and it's important to plan it. This is a serious part of your life. And so as you are delving into this part of your life, you want to plan out every single step, not so that it necessarily has to be exactly as it's written, but so that you can feel like you're actually accomplishing and so that you know that your life is moving in the direction that you want it to. Now, this is not a perfect science, and we don't want to put that out there. But the more that you tell your life what you want it to do, the more that you will see that your life is becoming exactly what you want it to be. All right? So we want to put it out there. Goal setting, goal planning. Number one, positive mental attitude. Remove everything that is negative. Even one drop of negative, even if it's just a little hint of gossip, just say no. Because all of a sudden you will become gossip, and gossip is a full-time job. You cannot be the gossip king or queen and still be accomplishing your goals. No. There has to be a clear distinction. And gossip doesn't benefit anyone, anything. All it does is bring negativity into your life and continue to circulate negativity around others. See, move away from anything that's negative, bringing you down. Don't get into the gossip circles. When you go and planning for your career, you're there for a paycheck, you're there for the career climb, you're there for the experience, you're there to win friends and influence people. You are not there, and this, this is this is a tool and technique that um, I have witnessed not only in my own career climb, but many aspiring entrepreneurs, many um professionals that have been in the professional arena working within careers for a good uh, five to 30-plus years have all said this. Keep to yourself. Keep to yourself. Work is not playtime. There needs to be a clear distinction there, especially if you are on the the road to building and growing and moving up in the corporate community. I had a position at one point in time, and one of the things that they did not want us to do, that we had, we were at cubicles and we were uh, working projects. 
and the projects were typically about three months long. We had anywhere from 300 to 400 portfolio clients. And the one thing that they wanted to do, there was a, about 100 of us on, on the on the floor. And one thing that they wanted us to do was just stay at your desk. If you don't have calls to make that day, if you've made all of your calls, if we are in between projects and we're waiting for a new assignment, do not get up and socialize. Just stay at your desk. That is the fastest way to move upwards in the corporate arena. Stay to yourself. Stay at your desk. Do your work. Be cordial to everyone. Not saying don't be nice. But just be there to get the job done. And at the end of the day, that is one of the fastest ways that you can move ahead because people notice that. You do your job, you keep your head down, get your work done, management sees that faster than anything. Try it. 30 days. Let me know how it goes for you. Another thing, after we've talked about positivity and trying to keep your mind to yourself, basically. Stay focused on your task. Keep to yourself. You're not there to socialize, you know. The more work that you get done, the more that you tell people, hey, look, I'm done with this task. How can I help you? Meaning you're talking to management and letting them know, hey, look, I'm done. My work is good. How can I relieve some of the work off of your plate? That will spark their attention, and they will begin to think of you as the go-to person. You cannot be that go-to person if you're walking around the office talking to everyone and being in everybody's business. Now, I don't mean to make that sound negative, but it's the truth. After years and years of experience and having lots of um, contact with other professionals, these are skills that keep those bills paid. These are the skills that help you to truly move through the ranks if you're looking at career advancement, okay? So a positive mental outlook, work is for work. It's not for play. Maintaining that goal and that focus, come in, do your work, impress your managers, go home. Come back, do the same thing the next day, see if you can help them out any additional way. That will keep you at the top of their list whenever they need something. They know that you are the person that they can come to. They know that if there's anything that's going down anywhere else in the office that you are not involved in because you stay to yourself. You're all about the work. Number three, sit down and make a list. I talked about this at the beginning of the call. What's your three-month goals? Some of my personal three-month goals have to do with business building. I want to increase the number of followers that I have on certain social media channels. And so I set a figure where I'd like to add another 1,000 followers within the next three months. That might be a lofty goal, but at the end of the day, it's a goal that I've set for myself, and therefore I know that that's something that I need to begin working towards. Once you set a goal, then you go back and you say, okay, well, how can I complete that goal? What do I need in order to achieve that goal? When you're inside of a uh, of a corporate environment or an organization and you're looking at, well, within three months, I would like to have this particular um, type of software um, mastered, or I would like to increase my client load by X amount of customers or clients. 
or I would like to have my boss realize that they can count on me. Those are good goals. Now, of course, when you're making goals, you want to make sure that your goals are specific, measurable, achievable, they're reachable, and that they are time-focused. A goal is going to be hard to reach if you do not have a specific those specific details included with them. So you want to make sure that your goals are SMART. That's the acronym, okay? So as you're making your goals for your career advancement, number one, where do you see yourself in three months? What position are you doing? What type of tasks are you completing? Is there a specific individual that you would like to meet in order to open the door for later advancement? Are there specific teams that you would like to do work with in order to increase your your subject knowledge? Is there a class that you would like to take in order to increase your um, expertise? You know, what what do your goals encompass? Where do you see yourself in three months? After you have those written down, then you look at where do you see yourself in six months? And you continue to build that out for each level. For instance, yesterday, I just got finished doing my goal planning. I did my three-month goals, my 12-month goals. I'll probably go back later on and break the six- and the 12-month goals into a nine-month goal list. And then I have my actual one-, two-, three-year goals. Of course, the one-year goals I ended up putting on my 12-month list. And so this is the way that I did that to make it seem a little bit easier for you. You basically sit down and you say, what do I want to accomplish over the next one to three years? So you just make a list. It doesn't have to be anything, you know, politically correct. It doesn't have to be anything, you know, all organized or anything like that. You're going to organize it later. So you just have a list. At the top of that list on a plain, I used blank paper when I broke my list down, but on my first original list, I actually used lime paper. Some of the things that I like to do, I'm a visual person, so I like things to be colorful. So I literally have um, my bed is covered or my desk is covered with um, colored markers and colored pens and blank sheets of paper and lime paper because at any given time, I'll use different types of medium in order to really bring my vision into reality. So I started with my one- to three-year goals, just the regular list. I just wrote everything down that I could think of on that list. After I was satisfied that I had gotten everything out of my mind as far as where I wanted to be, what I wanted to experience, any type of goals or even dreams that I have, whether I thought they were crazy or not, I put them on that list. Never doubt your ability to achieve anything that you can dream because at the end of the day, dreams do come true. It is not a cliche. It is a reality if you believe. One to three goals, one to three year goals written down on one piece of paper. After you've written down your two to three goals on that one piece of paper, you are going to then transition over to other pieces of paper. So I basically looked at my one to three year goal list and then I broke it down because each one that I had on my list, and this is a step that I forgot, when I wrote my one to three year list on this side, On the left-hand side of the paper, I literally went back through and I said, okay, I can see myself completing this in, you know, one year. 
I can see myself completing this in three years, um, three months. I can see myself completing this in six months. So I went back, and then for each line item that I wrote down on that sheet of paper for the one- to three-year list, I went back and said, okay, now how 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 long will it take me, or how soon will I be able to complete this? And so I gave them those numbers to the side, the time limit that I felt like I would be able to complete this goal. Then I went to another sheet of paper, and I pulled off and created my three-month list. Sometimes as you're creating the list, breaking your one to three year one to three year goals down, some of your lists will actually end up longer than the original one to three year list. Don't be alarmed about that. It's okay. The wonderful thing about creating goals and lists is that you can always go back and adjust them. Always make sure that as you're creating your list, though, that you allow yourself the opportunity to dream. Don't cut yourself short. Always allow yourself that freedom and that flexibility to enjoy the process. So I did my three-year goals, uh, three-month goals, sorry. I did my six-month goals because, once again, everything was basically sparked off that one- to three-year list, and then I went back through that list and I created on the left-hand side of the paper. I just wrote a little six-month or three-month or one year or three year onto the side so that I would know which goals and when I wanted to actually complete them. Then I pulled them off onto separate sheets of paper. So now by this time I have a good four sheets of paper. I have my one to three year master list. I have my three month goal sheet. I have my six month goal sheet and I have my 12 month goal sheet. Later on, probably as I get closer to my six-month goals, I may break the six-month and the 12-month goal sheet and create a nine-month goal sheet. So it would actually be three, six, nine, 12. Who knows? That's the flexibility that you have with your goal planning. So give yourself that freedom and flexibility. Once you have that, then you're able to actually see how you move about your life and your day, the different things that you're achieving and accomplishing, and then you can actually break those things down into weekly and monthly lists for yourself so that you're able to appreciate your progress, so that you're able to appreciate the fact that you set a goal and you're actually completing it, okay? There are steps to each individual process in creating your goal sheet. Um, there are things that you will need to have built underneath those sheets in order to make sure that you are actually moving towards those goals properly, at the end of the day, it starts with something. You need to write everything down. Get it out of your brain. Commit to it on paper and then receive the fact that you are actually going to be able to accomplish these things. Once you do that, you will see everything starting to happen, different things starting to flow in your direction, whether it be opportunities or influential people or um new environments, whatever the case may be, once you have that goal sheet written and you believe that you're actually going to accomplish those goals, you will see things happening for yourself quickly and in a positive manner. So definitely, definitely do that. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing for you. And you can use this tool and technique in any aspect of your life, for life planning, for career planning, for career advancement, for education, for family planning, any type of situation that you have, you can create goals for it, and that will help you move through life and keep track of the things that you are accomplishing so that you can go back and acknowledge yourself for your progress, which is so very important. 
You have to acknowledge yourself for the things that you've accomplished. You can't just say, well, I've completed that, move on to the next one. No, celebrate yourself. Throw yourself a little party. You know, they could be financial goals, whatever the case may be. It could be the fact that you have some type of relationship goal that you're working towards, even though this was mainly a young adult chat and as well as a work-life balance thing, it works in every aspect. You can create goals that create work-life balance for you. So in your career as you're climbing the ladder, just to recap, positive mental attitude, goal planning, write it down, get it out of your head, commit to it, and then celebrate it. You'll be able to track your progress especially if you break all those goals down into weekly and monthly things, weekly and monthly tasks that you can complete for yourself. So that's another tool and trip. Positive mental attitude, writing things down, going ahead and plan out your goals. Acknowledge the things that you are completing and then celebrate yourself. Definitely, definitely do those things. Now, when you are doing your goal planning and work-life balance and, and moving towards career advancement and moving forward in the company, gaining increased exposure and having more um, authority and more um, managerial opportunities, stress. You want to make sure that you have within your system built-in stress-relieving tools, tips, tricks, and activities. All work, play, makes for a very tired and grumpy person. Of course, you will be accomplishing so much at work, but your home life will be sucky. Don't do it to yourself. Go on ahead and pay yourself the respect that you are due by allowing yourself to have those built-in fire-proof methods. Don't let fires come up in your life and then go and be reactive. No, you need to be proactive. Plan ahead. This is all about planning. Stress-relieving activities, what are you doing at the end of the day to take the load off of whatever you've experienced at work today, right? Are you going exercising? Just 30 minutes walking a day is phenomenal for stress relief. These things are just so simple. The only thing it requires is your time. And, yes, time is important, but at the end of the day, aren't you worth it? Aren't you worth that time of investment? Aren't you worth that energy and and stress-relieving activity, give yourself a break. Appreciate yourself. Love yourself. Acknowledge yourself. Take care of yourself because no one is going to take care of you better than you. Okay? And if anything were to happen to you, where would we be then? So always remember, stress-relieving activities are important. Making sure that you're eating properly. You know, we can talk about eating, but more so than eating, drinking. Are you getting your water intake in? Most of our issues can be resolved or at least um, tuned down or turned down or decreased, greatly decreased, just from drinking adequate water. Number one, you want to have stress-relieving activity. Sometimes it's getting enough rest. Just taking 15 minutes out of your day. You have your 15-minute break, go, to a, go for a 15-minute walk. Stand outside. Look outside. If there's trees around you, get outside in the sun. Vitamin D, natural sources of vitamin D, can work wonders for your system. Having that opportunity to get in the bed on time and get adequate rest. You know how much sleep that you need in order to function at your absolute most best. 
make sure that you are paying yourself back by getting plenty of rest, exercise, and drinking plenty of water. Another thing is make sure that you're feeding yourself what you need in order to keep yourself motivated and encouraged and in tune with whatever it is that you do each day, right? So what is it that fuels you? Those types of activities, those types of interests, those types of downtime things that have nothing to do with work, you need to make sure that you invest in those things, if not every day, at least two to three times a week. Definitely on the weekend, it helps to recharge your system, and it keeps you at the top of your game. If you're not feeding yourself, basically you're going to end up running out of fuel. All these things work in play in order for you to have the best optimum life. And it goes hand-in-hand with goal planning because even with goal planning, you need to plan into your goals, plan into your life, plan into your system and your routine, things that will keep you working at optimum shape. So let's recap. Positive mental attitude. Got to have positivity. Planning. Write it down. Get it out of your head. Commit to it and then believe you can do it. Acknowledge that you can do it, and then applaud yourself. Applaud yourself, appreciating exactly what you've been doing and how you are taking such a good care of yourself and moving through life and not just being driven by the winds of life. No, you're actually commanding your life to go a certain direction, and you're getting there, and you're feeling wonderful about it. After that, you want to make sure that you are making sure that you have adequate rest, drinking plenty of water, make sure that your stress relief tips and tricks and and to-dos are on point and that you are using them regularly. We'd rather you use them regularly and not feel stressed than not use them and not realize that you're stressed. Stress is still the number one silent killer. It's so serious. And those of you that have experienced it at this young age, you know it's nothing to play with. Make sure that you are getting adequate exercise just 15 minutes a day. Everyone has a 15-minute break, so just go on out there, spend some time walking, you know, walk to your car, park it far enough away so you can take a nice little walk. Breathe deeply. Deep breathing is very healing and cleansing. Deep breathing um, get out there in the sunlight. Vitamin D does wonders for your system. So all of these simple things, they don't cost money. The only thing it costs is time, energy, and effort. Invest in yourself first now, and you will have a better life later so that as you're climbing the corporate ladder and as you're building savings for yourself, which is another conversation that we'll have for another day, you're able to actually facilitate a health, true, truly wealthy lifestyle because Wealth is not just about the money. It's about your quality of life. Are you mentally attuned? Are you mentally okay? Are you mentally stable? Are you emotionally fit? Are you emotionally ready? How is your physical? You know, are you physically fit? You know, do you have a spiritual life? Do you do you, do you work on any spiritual practices? You know, I'll leave that to you. Everyone is different, but there are these areas, you know, financial. All of us know that if the finances aren't right, life does not seem okay. You know, finance 
is a serious part of life, and that's why we go to work. But at the end of the day, if you can work and command where you want to go instead of having to work just to get paid, just to be broke, just to continue to have to work again, what kind of life is that? Let's have a quality of life, and you gain a quality of life by planning. Plan where you want your life to go, and it will get there, and then you'll end up having so much more out of life. So thank you so much for joining us for this Young Adult Chat. Once again, I am your host, Coach Kenyatta Tidwell, Enterprise Life Radio, where we are everyday people doing amazing things. We're talking about entrepreneurship, enterprise, and parenting, family, fun, and funds. Um, I want you to join me. Visit me on my website, www.TheEnterpriseCoach.org. I'm on Instagram at The Enterprise Coach as well as Twitter at Coach Kenyatta. You can also find me on Facebook at Enterprise Life Radio. Thank you so much for joining me. Reach out to me if you'd like some help with goal planning. Other than that, you all continue to be blessed. You're doing a great job in the workforce. Thanks, and remember, enterprise life.